welcome to the August 19th edition of the PFF Betting Podcast. We got a little bit of a rebrand. We got a little bit of a new schedule that we're going to go through here really quick. So we're not going to do every single day of the week for the PFF Betting Podcast anymore. We're going to do every single day that there is football. We're going to bring you 15 to 20 minute nuggets, betting, a little bit of DFS, some showdown, basically all you need to get down on some action for that game for that day uh, from the PFF betting podcast. So we're going to go with uh, a Monday morning podcast going to be joined by Kevin Cole, Ben Brown, me, your host is going to be on every single day of the week. Uh, Monday morning is going to be with Kevin Cole talking about some showdown on Tuesday morning. I'm going to have my guy, Eric eager. Who's joining me today. We're going to be talking about some look ahead lines, basically every single week for both college and NFL um, and then Thursday morning, we're going to bring Kevin Cole back in, talk the Thursday night uh, football, NFL football game, showdown, player props, everything you need to get set for Thursday night. Uh, Saturday morning, we're going to be dropping with Anthony Tresh, college guru. It's going to be going basically full out, full on the college football slate, bringing you some DFS action, some betting action, some player prop action as well. And then running it back Sunday morning with my guy Eric Year again, talking NFL player props. So that is the schedule that we are going with for the PFF Daily Betting Podcast in 2021. Uh, and I'm excited for it, right? we got, you know, some really quality analysts joined by Eric Eager today. Eric, are you ready for two days a week, PFF Betting Podcast, uh, bringing it live all the time? Yeah, I am. I am looking forward to it. Um, you know, that's been delightful to, to do the daily betting podcast this off season, but you know we'll spread the wealth a little bit here. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for uh, for what this has in store, and you know there's there's going to be football on almost every day, uh, you know, for months now, and I'm excited to get to share uh, some of the action that we're we're taking part in, um, you know, from here on out. Definitely, yep, and. To start with, we do have some preseason action tomorrow. We also have some Canadian Football League action. That is right. We are going to be talking about some Canadian Football League, a few bets. Eric and I like to consider ourselves sharp in that market. We have had uh, probably the majority of our betting, not the majority of our betting success, but some of our most sustainable betting success has been in some of these small market leagues, basically, right? We had the XFL. We had the AAF, uh, both very fruitful, very rewarding opportunities for us. Unfortunately, just a little bit too short-lived at this point in time. FCS uh, last spring, not so much, but I do think we're going to bring it back here a little bit with Canadian Football League. We already got a pretty good head start already uh, with some free bets, but uh, I digress. That'll be for the end of the show. But Eric, let's talk about this preseason slate. We do have some games Thursday, Friday. Uh, basically, the Patriots and Eagles are the only game going to be on today. Eagles are currently plus one, 38 and a half point total. Are you... Uh, focusing on dogs and unders again in week 2.5 of the preseason at this point in time, or are you kind of reevaluating your strategy from last week? Yeah, I mean, the marketplace has moved. You know, you asked, I think, last one of the last times you're on, like what the market would do. And, you know, it has not adjusted totals down, it has not adjusted spreads, it, you know, any closer to zero. In fact, we've gotten some bigger spreads here. Um, you know, total on the Eagles, Patriots. Uh, you know, August 19th, uh, you know, Thursday night tonight it is 38, which is high for a preseason game. Chiefs Cardinals on Friday is 41. Um, so you, you get some high totals there. Uh, Bills Bears 38. Um, you have a 37 in Atlanta, Miami, 37 and a half Detroit Pittsburgh, which I don't understand at all. 
Houston, Dallas is 37 and a half. You have a 38 in Indianapolis, Minnesota, and a 37 and a half Seattle, Denver, um, 38 and a half in Jacksonville, New Orleans on Monday night. So you have some, you, I mean, if you were inclined to bet unders last week, you should be inclined to bet unders this yeah. week. And and you shouldn't uh, enjoy the possibility of being able to do so. Um, and, and as well as you know teasers, like it's not as natural of a teaser right now. There are some just straight up underdogs you should bet, right? So like for right. example, it, you know Friday night Bengals are getting four and a half in Washington. You know, Buffalo getting four in Chicago. Uh, Atlanta getting five and a half in Miami. Detroit getting five and a half in Pittsburgh. Um, you have, uh, Rams getting six and a half. It was seven. So people have, you know, sort of come to their senses there. Um, Seattle getting five at home against Denver, uh, New York getting five and a half in Cleveland. And then the Chargers getting five and a half at home, uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. And then all the way to Monday night, the Saints laying four against the Jaguars. So there's a lot of games this weekend where you don't even have to tease to get up to a good number. You certainly can. It, it's just not necessarily the value play. That you were having before. Um, but yeah, dogs and unders, I think, you know, this week are, are going to be profitable, much like they were a week ago. Right, definitely. And I, and I agree with you. And I think just some lines that immediately jump out for people, right? Uh, Lions plus five and a half. I do think there is, you know, obviously the regular season narrative that the Lions are going to be basically, you know, awful throughout the whole course of the season. I, I definitely buy into that narrative for sure. But I think in this spot, Right now, we're not going to see Ben Roethlisberger here on Saturday. Uh, I think Detroit is going to play Jared Goff for a decent stretch of the time. So are they, should they be five and a half points favorites against basically Pittsburgh's second string uh, in that first half? That's a spot that I could actually maybe buy into the lines. I don't think I'm going to back them in the regular season, but I do think uh, buying into them maybe here in the preseason might be the correct play at this point in time. Um, And I kind of like the Jaguars as well, plus four and a half um, on Monday night. Uh, you know, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, obviously they're going to see quite a bit of the field. I do think we're going to see Trevor Lawrence. I do think we're going to see the Jaguars first team offense uh, decently into the second quarter at this point in time. I think they can keep pace. They didn't really have a good first week last week. Um, so I think this number is probably just a little bit too high uh, in that direction. So those are the two ones that kind of jump out to me from a dog's perspective. But I could be talked into, I think, almost any under at this yeah. point in time, right? I mean, is it basically the fact that people expect first stringers to play a significant higher percentage of the snaps in this preseason week uh, for why we basically, you know, we're seeing upwards of four or five points on some totals this week that we would have seen lower last week at this point in time. So I think the unders might be, uh, you know, across the board are probably just a little bit too high at this point in time. Are there any that jump out to you in that category, Eric? Yeah, I mean, Casey, Arizona, you're not going to see Mahomes for like a whole game, right? Like right, 41. Right. The Cardinals are a conservative team as it goes. And, and, you know, with, you know, the other thing is, this is important too. Like there were three unders that lost in the last 17 games. There was no game where the over hit in both halves. No, right, right. you know, so like, so even in games where the over hit, the under hit in the second half. And so the other thing to think about with these as well is just be ready for, I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is you're still getting, it's not the, the total cut in half, but like for like Kansas city, Arizona, total 41, if you get 19 and a half second half total, that's an under, right? Like you're going Chad Henney against that like tattooed dude from the CFL. Like I'm taking under there, right? And and that just show like that's part of the thing too. If you're not comfortable 
with, you know, with the, the unders, let's say pregame. I don't know why you wouldn't, but like stay around, hang around. Um, oftentimes your book will let you bet dog under parlay, uh, which, Wait. which, you know, in most cases is a sucker bet. I think in the preseason, you can make an argument that it's worth it. Um, so that's, a, that's another way to look at it. But yeah, I mean, look, like, to, you know, tonight's game, August 29th, or sorry, August 19th, I'm going under 38 in the Philly New England game. I'm also teasing Philly up to seven and a half. I'm going to pair that with Arizona the following day up to eight and a half. Like those are, I'm just making those plays right there. Um, you know, I'm also, you know, Buffalo, I know, I know Chicago was playing Justin Fields, but like it wasn't like he was the most impressive player we've ever seen in the world. He, he was encouraging, but 38 is too high for that game. Um, you know, so on and so forth. Like again, anything over 35, I'm considering, you know, just auto betting under and, and, and hoping for the best. But there's, there are a number of teaser protected, there's not a number of teaser, teasable lines. Philly, one and a half. Arizona, two and a half. Green Bay, two and a half. Um, yeah. The, the Green Bay one makes me kind of nervous, right? So Jordan Love basically, he's not going to play. Shoulder banged up last week. Uh, MRI this week came back, you know, everything's fine, but I just don't yeah. think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love in that particular matchup. I do think we see some solid run from uh, Zach Wilson and that Jets, you know, first team offense. So from that perspective, I'm kind of buying into the Jets a little bit at that minus two price. So that's one that I would actually probably bypass from a teaser perspective, even though it is one of the only teasers that are available on that Saturday slate at this point in time, teasable number. At this yeah, I guess so. you, you convinced me a little bit there to lay off that one. But, like, you also have Indianapolis plus two and a half. I know Minnesota's probably going to be motivated. Um, they're probably going to play their starters. You know, the Colts don't they, have a starting playing quarterback for right Coach now. Zimmer's job? Is that what you're saying? What's that? They're playing for Coach Zimmer's job already? Is that, that what you're saying? I think so. What? I mean, look, like, I don't think much of the Vikings, but maybe they can win one for the Gipper here. Um, but I, I still would tease it up. Honestly, like, how the back of quarterbacks from Minnesota are an atrocity, right? Like, right. And, you know, Cousins is only going to play so long, right? Like, Kirk Cousins doesn't feel to me like a guy that's going to grind out quarters in a preseason game. So, again, like, those are, like, the four or five, you know, teasable lines I like there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a fun week and, and uh, not quite as many teaser opportunities, but a lot of possibilities just to straight up bet dogs or unders um, uh, in, in the, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Fantasy football season is here, and no one can prepare you better for your draft than PFF. For just $9.99, you can get access to PFF's Fantasy Football Draft Guide, player rankings and projections. I'm dropping new projections basically every day at this point in time. Some other content writers are also coming out with articles every single day on the rankings. You can get basically all of PFF's locked article content, cheat sheets for your fantasy draft, plus so much more. Again, that's PFF's Fantasy Suite for just $9.99. Draft smarter than your league mates this season. Pacquiao versus Ugas is this weekend, and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is offering 100 to 1 odds on a punch being landed at any point during the fight. That's right, bet $1 on either fighter, and if a punch lands during the fight, you will cash $100 in free credits. 
Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on either fighter to win and a punch is landed during the fight. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And Monday slate. We got a full weekend, basically. We're running strong here for uh, five straight days of football action. It feels like the regular season already. I love it. I do want to highlight one thing that definitely sticks out in my mind that you said, right? Second half unders, especially if that game's kind of moved faster than what the overall game total indicated, right? So if you have a game... Say, for example, you know, 39, 38 and a half point total tonight, Patriots Eagles. If that going if that game goes 21, 28, 25 points in the first half, uh, you could potentially see a number over 19 and a half just based on how these books are gonna maybe adjust a little bit if that happens. If you get up to like a 21 point total, 20 and a half even um on that second half line, that's like an automatic pound i think um you know just based on who's gonna be playing in that second half so those are situations maybe think ahead understand you know what lines you might be betting when that second half line comes out and then you know capitalize when you see a spot that's probably gonna you know move in your direction when that second half line closes so that's definitely my takeaway at this point in time eric Let's shift to the Canadian Football League. I know you got some winners picked out for us. I haven't been doing too much of my research, so I'm going to rely on you uh, to bring us in with this Canadian Football League. We got we got the Edmonton Elks, British Columbia Lions tomorrow. Minus three and a half, BC's at home, 46-point total. What is standing out to you at this yeah. point in time, Eric? Yeah, I mean, the Edmonton Elks, uh, formerly uh, Edmonton Eskimos, so like that, if you're, if you're an old uh, fan of the league, that that's certainly the the change there. I mean, look, we have um, you know we have the BC Lions um, about a point and a half worse than average. They are mess you know they are messing around a little bit with with change you know changing back and forth between quarterbacks. We have Edmonton about five points worse, the worst team in the NFL. They've been dreadful. Um, you know you you have a little bit uh, of home field advantage there. You have a little bit of a rest advantage for British Columbia. Like I make the number about six. So, you know, if you can get three and a half, lay it. You know, unders have been amazing uh, in the league so far. I mean, I think you blindly bet unders until things change as well in that league. Um, so, yeah, that that's what I have. You know, Thursday night, you know, August 19th, that's the bet to make. Uh, so if you're listening to this that day, that's tonight. Um, and then later on, we haven't seen the, the, the numbers for this yet, but Montreal or Calgary, I have Calgary being about four points better here in that situation. Then you have Winnipeg at Toronto. I have Winnipeg as a road favorite about one point. So again, when that number comes out, you know, compare there. And then you have Saskatchewan, who is by my numbers, the best team in the league. They're hosting Ottawa, the second worst team in the league. And I have Saskatchewan as a nine-point favorite in that situation. A little bit of a rest loss for Saskatchewan. Um, so, yeah, the, the, those are the numbers there. Uh, all the totals until they get into the low 40s, I think, are probably live to bet under. Second half unders are great as well. The thing about the CFL that's interesting is, again, you only have the three downs. So there are a lot of possessions, but a lot of possessions end in punts. 
So right. um, it, it's it's sort of a fun game, and it's a sort of change of pace. And, you know, once the NFL starts, we might not necessarily want to talk about it quite as much because people love the NFL. But at least for now, um, it, it's a good place to, to sort of bet, especially and, – and you talked about it at the very beginning, like with the AAF, the XFL. I mean, the CFL went a whole year without playing. Rosters are fairly turned over. And, you know, you can sort of start your modeling over, which is an advantage right. for people, uh, I think, who are just getting into the sport. And that can help you if you just start with first principles and bet based on first principles, you can do pretty well. And that's, you know, something we've demonstrated the ability to do. Yep, definitely. So, yeah, make sure you go back, listen to those lines that Eric set forth. If we get some early numbers that are, you know, not only different than them, but maybe cross key numbers, right? So maybe if you get, you know, uh, Saskatchewan at like six and a half minus six and a half instead of like eight and a half, nine, which is what Eric's number make it, that's a spot where you can bet quite a, you know, that's a spot that you really want to target uh, in your betting practice. So those um, definitely some tips that you have um, available coming up. Canadian Football League, not as efficient of a market, should see some greater line movement from those openers. Uh, so make sure you kind of get on those first initial numbers, do some line shopping, make sure you're getting the best number available. Uh, and, you know, it falls in line with what Eric says, because I do think at this point in time, we're locked into the Canadian Football League for a number of reasons, um, but it's been good. So from Ben Brown, Eric Eager, I appreciate you always joining in. Listeners, we appreciate you guys jump joining in. Be here every single day that there's football, the PFF Betty Podcast. Podcast.